Hey everybody, it's Captain McCrone here. Welcome to another Ask the Expert, an award-winning daily series from 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. to help small businesses. It's the 31st of March today. It's the last day of the financial year. If you have any questions, ask them in the comments of this live feed. If you need any more advice, then join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. During this live session, we will be running a poll, so please do engage with it, and I will... Um, reveal the results of that at the end of this session. So, as I said before, my name is Kat McCrona. If you haven't already uh, seen me on Ask the Expert before, I'm the CEO and Chief Disruptor at Enterprise Lab, an international organization that's focused on talent and business innovation. So we look to help people grow in their talent, to grow better businesses, to build better economies. Today, we're going to be talking about building a network in a virtual world. The pandemic has had one thing uh, to all of us across the world that's locked us down. Uh, we haven't been able to get out into um, uh, into networking events, go and socialize the way we used to do it. And, and, I, I, and I suppose that's had an impact in, in the way in which we connect with others. So, you know, what have you been doing? You know, you've been coming up on watching, listening to podcasts. Have you been using your social media profiles a little bit more? Are you on LinkedIn, for example? you still need to continue networking. So um, one of the things that I want to talk about today is giving you tips on how you can move forward and effectively build great networks um, as uh, as you can through a virtual and digital platform or world. Now, one of the most important things to understand that is is with anything with uh, networking, it's you've got to have a plan. You've got to have a purpose. It's no, it's no point just going into networking rooms um, without any sort sort of plan or, or anything like that. Primarily because um, you'll just kind of wander aimlessly. So what I've got here is a four step strategy that I I normally kind of would advise to people. The first thing I want to talk to you about is behavior. The first part of the strategy is all about behavior. Now, remember different social media platforms and different uh, networking platforms have different behaviors. So, um, and remember social media platforms are used in a different way to networking platforms. So, um, Clubhouse, any of you are on Clubhouse at the moment, that's not a social media platform, that's a networking platform. It's uh, it's where you can actually connect and network with others. They can then t- touch base with you offline uh, or away via Instagram and, and away you go. Whereas Facebook and Instagram and, um, and, and Twitter and all these kind of areas, they're all social media. So it's all around how you behave on these areas. So each platform has an individual etiquette built into it. So the last thing you do is go onto something like LinkedIn and start to just announce things, um, you know, with capital letters, for example, because it just sounds like you're shouting in a room. It's like going into a bar and literally opening the door and shouting, you know, at the top of your voice. Everyone's just going to look at you and think, what a freak, basically. So so think about the etiquette. Uh, think about the behavior. Now, remember, social media platforms are used more for you to post about your experiences or opinions. So use you starting off conversations and connecting with people um, using social media platforms is more an expressive perspective. Whereas when you're things on the, uh, when you're on platforms like LinkedIn or Clubhouse, it's more about actually demonstrating what your expertise is and kind of pushing out there and kind of saying, "Look, I'm trying to connect with these types of people." So. The first thing that you want to talk about here or you want to really kind of understand is behavior. How are you how are you showing up? 
where are you showing up and what are you doing when you show up in these in these kind of areas <clears throat> the next one i want to talk to you about uh, very quickly is strategy as i said to you at the top of this at the top of the bill of this is without a plan, you're aimlessly uh, foraging around in the wilderness. You don't know what you're doing. So you really do need a, a, a strategy, just like you would have if you're going <clears throat> onto a... Um, if you're going to a, uh, a physical networking event, you kind of want to lay out what is, what is this event like or what's this networking is, what type of people are going to be there. You want to really understand why you're there as well. So what are you looking for? What are you looking for when you go into these kind of network environments? Um, why those connections? I think it's a really important one. When I do networking, especially on LinkedIn, I, I ask myself, why am I connecting with this person? What is it specifically about this individual that I, I need to network, uh, network or connect with them um, about? Because the relevance will come at some point, basically. And what will all that connection influence? So, so the, the point of this is you don't want to kind of get to that, uh, to that situation straight away, but you really want to understand what is it that you're looking for? Why are you connecting with those types of people? And when you do connect with them, what kind of influence is it going to be gathering? So have a really simple strategy as you go along. You don't obviously know who these people are fully at the time when you're going into networking, but you've got to have some form of plan and strategy. I'm not saying that you've got to create something where it says that if you don't make more than 10 connections, it's a failure or anything like that. Don't want to force your strategy in any way, shape or form, but do have some form of guidance and plan. I do, I do a lot of that right now where I'm connecting with um, a lot of uh, philanthropists and, and um, people that run social programming uh, and stuff as such, pri primarily because I've just launched my own foundation. I've built my own foundation. I've launched the foundation and we have, we want to get involved in different projects. So what I'm doing out there is I'm not, I'm not just singing from the rafters and saying, hey, I've started my own, my own platform. I've actually started to study and connect and, and try to find people um, within LinkedIn that have either philanthropy or social impact or, uh, or, or social mobility written within their profiles to connect with them, to just to really introduce myself, say, look, this is where I am. I'm new to this kind of environment. I love to connect, like to learn more about what you're doing and seeing if there are opportunities of working together. As you can see there, what am I looking for? I'm looking for connectivity where I can get foster opportunity. Why those connections? Because they're already there. And what will that connection influence? It will influence um, an opportunity for me to go on and practice something there. So, so that just gives you a quick whistle-stop tour of how your strategy needs to be built. If you don't develop a strategy, you will roam aimlessly. You don't know what you're looking for. You're not going to find it if it does turn up. And you will tend to have a little bit more of this kind of um, um, ships in the night type of perspective. And what I mean by that is when someone does come and connect with you, you're like, well, why are you asking to connect with me? If any of you are on LinkedIn, you know, the, the frustrating one is where you'll get anyone that has lead generation or Instagram followers on their bios and immediately they're connecting with you and saying, I love what you do, blah, 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 blah. Or they, they're like, hey, do you know what? Um, I'd love to, uh, you know, introduce you to business mentoring. And they don't read your profile and say to you, 
well, I, I'm already in business mentoring, for example, or websites or whatever it needs to be. So when you, what that is, is that is not a strategy. That's just basically someone that's firing out uh, invitations to connect because they're looking to to trying to uh, farm out business, basically. Essentially, um, and, and this happened last night, uh, you know, exactly to me about uh, about nine o'clock in the evening, I had a connection really subtly. They turned around and said, you know, I've checked out your Instagram. I've checked out your Facebook. I've checked everything you're doing. You seem to be doing mentoring groups and I would really um, like to sort of get involved or learn more about what you're doing. I'm like, okay, this sounds uh, all right. Within the second message, it was a case of uh, we work with people and get up to 100,000 Instagram followers. And I'm like, I'm not in this environment. I'm not interested in this area. But they kept pushing and pushing and pushing. So what happens is when you don't have a strategy in terms of those kind of three things, you won't, you'll, you'll end up becoming more alien to someone. You'll become more uncomfortable. Your approach will, uh, will actually finally disconnect someone rather than connect with someone. Point number three, visibility. You will want to create a profile in a way that attracts the right kind of connections. You've heard this all before about, you know, Facebook and uh, employers looking at your Facebook profiles to see what you really like as an individual. So the way you want to be seen um, it is wholly dependent on the way you represent yourself online. So, you know, in terms of virtual meetings and stuff like that, some people turn up in, you know, shirt and tie, even though they're working from home. Others are more like me, are more relaxed with t-shirts, etc. You've got to be comfortable but at the same time. It's how you present yourself when you perceive. So have a look at your profile, things like LinkedIn and your Facebook and your Instagram. Is your bio correct? Is it, you know, have you got most relevant pictures? Have you got clear, um, clear headshots which which show visibility of your face and stuff like this? These things are quite important because, again, imagine now someone comes to connect with you on a virtual basis and all they've got is no image in the in the box of LinkedIn. They've just got this gray um, kind of figure or icon of a person. You don't know what they look like. All you've got is their name and even the name kind of looks a bit suspect. You kind of think to yourself, this is a bit of a scam. So your perspective is built on on what you can see straight away. So visibility is a really important one. And the last area I want to talk about is results. So um, what do you want to achieve out of this network? Um, you know, making the network connection. So again, um, this kind of loops in directly with your strategy, but, uh, but essentially what do you want to achieve? Um, make sure that when you are connecting that you are, um, you show interest with the other person. It's so, so many times, I, I just gave you an example of a guy who connected with me last night and made it more about them. They started more making it about me first but then within within sort of two exchanges, it was more about what he could do. And literally, even this morning, I, I kind of switched off from it. This morning, when I woke up, there were questions there that, you know, they, he'd been sending messages for until about 11, 11.30 at night. I was like, God, you are desperate to a certain extent. So, so what are the results? Remember, make it more about um, the other person. Show more interest in them. Ideally, engage a connection. And this is this is a really important tip. This is something that I kind of mean, try and trust a lot. I do this a lot myself, which is once I've made a physical connection uh, or through the virtual platform, I try and take it off the platform as quickly as possible. So essentially what you're talking about here is if you make a connection on LinkedIn, don't stay on LinkedIn too long. The algorithms, even on Facebook, everything, the algorithms are working in a particular way, which which kind of force you to um, to not really connect that far. I take them off LinkedIn quite as quickly as possible. I'll give them a calendar link, 
book into my diary. Let's have a proper chat using Zoom or something like that. So try and don't speed it out, but make sure that the connections that you are taking are the ones that you want to progress um, forward. So so here are some um, some sort of tips on how you build a network during um, in a in a in a virtual world. But look at it backwards, you know, so start with your results. What do you want to achieve? Start to look at your visibility, how you're going to be perceived when you're on there. Build your strategy to um, to uh, to what you're going to do in your networking uh, activities and then understand the behavior of which platform you're going to use. If you work it that way, it's actually it, it will work for you. So um, I'm going to wrap up this segment basically just and then we're going to go into the questions. I can see some questions coming in, which is brilliant. Um, five no-nos. I just want to give you five no-nos on what you shouldn't do uh, when you're on um, uh, when you're on um, uh, so, uh, uh, virtual networking stuff. The first one here is don't just post aimless content. Um, so whether you're on social media, depending on how you you use your different uh, social media platforms, I use Facebook to be more social in terms of talk about, you know, funny things, have conversations about lighthearted um, stuff. I use Twitter more in, in the form of actually just expressing engagement. Uh, Instagram is very much more about my thought provocative stuff, basically. So, so essentially, depending on the platform, don't just go out there and point, uh, put aimless stuff out, out there. It just doesn't make sense. It's got to have some rel relation to your audiences and the people that you want to kind of connect to. So as you'll see on my LinkedIn profile recently, I've been talking more about my podcast and I've been also talking more about my um my, my social work that I'm trying to do. Why? Because I'm trying to bring more and more people of that group and of that nature to my world. So create posts which are, um, which are kind of be relevant to the, the kind of network that you want to attract. Second, number two, number two, don't try too hard to fit into conversations. Oh, I've had it in the past where people come in and they try really hard to try and uh, foster a conversation. It's got to have a natural stick and flow. Sometimes people don't get you the way you think or the way you act. That's okay. Um, um, you know, uh, enter the conversation. If it's not working, move on. It's one of those things that you're going to have to have to sort of uh, accept in, in, in one shape or form or look to come back to that, uh, revisit that conversation at another time. Please do not use capital letters all the time in your posts. It's almost like you're shouting. There is an etiquette uh, and the way you use uh, use your particular vocabulary and 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 the key presses etc. But capital letters are a big no no. Um, only do you can use a little bit of it to create some emphasis to particular areas like now hiring, for example, or something like that, where you want to uh, break gain attention. But I, you know, if you put the whole post on with capital letters, it's going to be an absolute nightmare. Don't jump in and pitch immediately like that guy did yesterday. Just so what if you get people to hundred thousand followers? I don't want hundred thousand followers in Instagram. I'm not a celebrity of any status that way. Listen to what, what's going on here. You know, go in, understand the other person first, understand what value they bring. Then you start to create what we call a value exchange. And that's where, that's the secret to, to networking. And don't, and finally, don't create conversations with a single word response. So like, yes, no, maybe, whatever. Look, you know, at the end of the day, um, the, the, the one thing that I say to you is you don't expect to go into a bar and marry the first person that you see. So you've got to build a relationship. That relationship needs you both to work at it in, in, in that respect. So ask more questions than you, than you tell uh, when you're starting the relationship. Show interest, engage, but then understand, is this 
network connection going to be part of the influence to get you to where you want to get to because that's what network's all about so i'm going to leave you with one statement and then we're going to go to questions here and that is your net worth is equal to your network so your net worth is equal to your network and what that does say to you it's not just about wealth and money but it's also about influence how robust is that network around you to get you to where you want to get to if it's not that robust, what do you have to do? You need to go and find more people um, to join your network that will be influencers. That's the the secret to it. So one of my uh, one of my last bits here is a big business hero of mine is a guy called Jay Samet. Jay Samet was the author of a book called Future Proofing You, also Disrupt You. His Future Proofing You book just recently came out. This is the guy who President Clinton asked to get computers into schools and he ended up creating eBay. So, so he's a really, he's, he has lunch with Tina Turner, all this kind of stuff, basically. Amazing guy. Okay. Um, I happened to interview a guy called Vin Clancy who worked with Jay. Now, Vin, I've known for five years. I told him, come on my podcast. We talked about the book. I reached out just to Jay and I said, hey, Jay, I've, I recently interviewed Vin. Would you come on my show? And within minutes, I got a response. Within days, we had organized. And only earlier this week, I interviewed my business hero. So it can work as fast as that. So your net worth is equal to your network. Right, let's get into some of these questions. We're going to, there's tons of them here, basically, which is really good. Hakan from Instagram DM. Hi, Ketan. Any top tips on how I can prepare an effective elevator speech that I can use when I meet people? I've just started to explore um, the freelance route, but haven't succeeded yet. Okay. First things first, Hakan, forget the elevator pitch. You know, the other thing, don't pitch to anyone. You don't, you, what you've got to do here is you've got to really get to understand them and understand where their pain points are. So rather than elevator pitching, I would actually go down the line of interviewing them, you know, give it, asking them more thought provocative questions. Where are, where are they working on things? How are things working in these areas? Guide them down a route where you can then say, right, okay, well, look, I'm Hakan. This is my specialism. This is where I feel I could really add value to you, blah, 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 blah. So your elevator pitch turns into something which is more of a value proposition. It's the same thing when, um, and, and that becomes bespoke with every single conversation that you have. It's a little bit like how your cover letter and resume need to be individualized or customized for every single job application you go for. It's a personal thing when you're creating networks and connections you've got to you've got to you've got to you've got to do both uh, both elements of that so with your if you are in an environment where you feel like okay well i've got 30 seconds to make an impression really don't try and use big words or try and impress really just get the truth out this is who i am this is what i represent these are my values these are my cultures this is um, this is what I can do in the market, and I just want to know: Do you have any um, any need for that type of service? Just be as honest as you can. Believe me, the world will respect you for it. Gia uh, from Twitter: Would what would you say is the most important to have a large network or a small one that you uh, that you know always has your back? Will refer you to people and um, that you can trust. Okay, so. Um, one of the things that we talk about in business is uh, revenue is uh, vanity and profit is sanity. It's the same kind of thing here with networking. You could have a you could have a network with hundred thousand followers, like Mister Mister Instagram wanted to do for me yesterday. But ninety nine percent of these people will have no loyalty to me. They will have no influence to me. I would, uh, Gia, I would probably work down the line of actually building a network 
which is small, condensed, intense, and influential. People that will be able to help you get to where you want to get to, or be able to introduce you to the people that you want to be introduced to, or move the way you want to. I'm a fast mover primarily because I, I exercise my network, I'm continuously involved with them, but I keep it small. And I also audit my network. You know, are there people that I haven't reached out to for a couple of years or five years? I'll reach out to them and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And if I don't get a response, I'm going to cull you basically. So so it's kind of a situation where audit your circle and make sure that you're, you're working on a much, much more smaller intense uh, influential network it's a good question by the way um seven uh from instagram dm hey Ketan, um it would be great if you can share some practical tips on how to optimize our online presence for better networking do you think it's a, a plus uh, do you think it's a plus to be active on multiple social platforms good question again the way you uh, you set yourself up um in terms of um of your online presence will determine the type of people that you attract to your network. So depending on where you are in, you know, uh, on what platform. So if you're using certain platforms for social networking, social connection, then then you can be more relaxed. You can be, you know, seven, the, the, the person, perhaps, you know, the authentic person. Whereas um, when you're on things like business networking, things like LinkedIn or other platforms, which are more serious around those kind of areas, you want to be more professional. So, you you know, perhaps your title needs to be a, a particular way. So a lot of the times on things like LinkedIn, people uh, people don't put their job titles now. They put, look, I help companies grow or something like this, for example. They put a statement of what they do. Um, you know, make sure that your uh, your about page is, is, is quite robust. Anything where you've got videos of you being interviewed or any literature or white papers that you've produced, tag them all in because this is all adds to your personal visibility and presence basically so depending on which platform you go to will determine the type of uh, where you show up and yes there's nothing there's no reason why you can't be on multiple platforms in fact you want to be on multiple platforms it's interesting that some of my uh, the j summit connection actually happened on facebook and then we moved towards linkedin so it's interesting how how things work like that. So the most important thing here is look at the, remember I said about behavior, look at look at the behavior of that platform. What's the kind of etiquette and build your visibility based on the behavior of that. Great question. Martel from Facebook Messenger. Good morning. I've been unemployed for about four months now due to COVID. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, what would you advise to people like me who are not at their best mindset wise? How can I prepare myself to um, better at networking? I think, Marzell, one of the things, if you've got an iPhone, get on Clubhouse. Um, so one of the things that I would say to you, Clubhouse is like a talk radio system. It's, it allows you to engage in conversations without has it having to physically be there. So you don't need to be on video and chat. Listen in to some of the stuff that's going on to different rooms. Go and contribute. Go and step up and say, hey, I'm Marzell, blah, 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 blah. You know, I've been out of work for four months. Anyone got any advice? You will find people will start connecting with you uh, via your Instagram. So basically, the, you can put your Twitter or your Instagram bios in, in sorry, uh, feeds into the bios. The people connect with you from there. And that's how you can really start to build your network. The other side to this is go through your LinkedIn network if you have 
one, pick up in your influencers and say, look, you know, put a message out there. I've I've received so many reposts recently from people who have been out of work for six to 12 months who are looking or someone who's graduated in, in something that's looking for something. And my network has said, look, do you know anyone that uh, has an opportunity to give a shot? So so there are two things that I'll say to you. Don't need to push yourself out so much, but get your message out, get your story out. I think don't shy away from the fact that, you know, you've been without work and your mindset isn't uh, 100%. I, I think you should open up on that and you'll find that more people will come in. Uh, um, there are a lot of people out there that care. So good luck with that. And if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn as well, um, and, uh, you know, I can see what I can do to help you there. Um Cookie from Facebook Messenger. I've been using LinkedIn for networking for the last three to four months. Can you share some tips on how we can grab attention when sending out connection requests? I want to improve the rate of acceptance. Wow, it's a $64 million question. I think, first of all, um, the way you can work this is work it the other way. Rather than looking, uh, just putting LinkedIn requests out, measure the kind of uh, connections that you have coming in first. If you understand the science behind um, the type of profile that's coming in to connect with you, it will start to determine how you're pushing yourself out uh, within the platform itself. So um, so your posts may need to adjust slightly. Um, and then from there, what you want to do is you want to start actually being more, um, more. I wouldn't say, I, I don't want to use the word authentic all the time, but you want to be a little bit more real and honest and true. Um, so I get, sometimes you get a lot of people messaging and saying, I saw your profile and I'd love to connect. Okay, what did you, why would you like to connect? I would rather, when I send my connections out, I actually put, a, it's almost like an open, honest uh, message to them and saying, look, you know, we've been in the same circles or, you know, this person, I know this person, I've, you know, I've seen you from afar. I value what you do in this area. I would really like to connect because I'm interested in this area of work with you or potential with you. Would you like to connect? So be, be a little bit more upfront and honest about what you want, especially on LinkedIn. I think, I find that LinkedIn, you've got a lot of people who are very busy. So, it's not about actually standing out in the crowd. It's all about actually being quite authentic. People want to know what is it that you want to get to. You've got more chances of successful connections if you are open right at the beginning. Um, I'm not saying you're pitching there. What you're actually doing is you, you remember you, those three bits that I said on the strategy. What are you looking for? Who are those connections and what influence will they have? Immediately that kind of works in 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 its way. So good luck with that, Cookie. Um so Yolanta, so um, or Jolanta, sorry, um, from Twitter DM. In my experience, the biggest challenge I've faced is keeping the conversation going. Uh, I can make an initial connection and conversations, but I'm terrible at sustaining them. Any tips for me? Um, um, okay, so the thing with conversations is it depends how you start off. It's like with anything, you know, we have so much enthusiasm and, uh, and emotion for things that we end up having 15 different conversations at the same time with the, with the individual. We go to so many different pockets of, of stuff, basically. I think it's important that you understand, Jolanta, that you've got to break it all down, take your time, slow things down. Um, also, introduce more and more, more questions, as, as I said. So it's not always just about you. It's about them. It's also about where, where other areas can go. And then understand that sometimes when you create networks, 
you don't have an immediate um, use for each other. It could be something that comes in the future. And I'll, I'll give you an example of that. Um, I've been connected to um, uh, two people basically for, for over 12, 13 years now. In fact, I worked with the guy and his wife, his, uh, his wife uh, wanted to start a business. And when I started Enterprise Lab, she came and uh, got some advice and guidance from me. Um, now we've been connected and, uh, but we haven't really had conversations, you know, fluidly all the time. We've kind of dropped in, dropped out, dropped in, dropped out. Only until uh, around about two weeks ago that I posted something around the fact that I'm moving forward and I, I want to kind of do passion projects. And this girl, this lady, um, you know, reached back out to me and we started to have a conversation. And that conversation has now driven into the fact that yesterday I was on a call to the Minister of uh, Education, Youth and Information of Jamaica to look at a solar for schools project that this lady's working on. So don't treat things like you've got to have continual conversations. You, you may have pockets of time and you've got to find that you will converge and diverge as you go in your network. But keep active, keep asking questions, keep reaching out on periodical times and you will see that conversation will flow. Wow. My God, goodness. So many, so many questions. Right. Okay. So the poll results are in. I, I can't take any more now. Thank you. Uh, the poll results are in. We asked you, are you comfortable with your um, current virtual networking strategy? 50% of you answered yes. 50% of you answered no. For those of you who are yes, great, but don't become complacent. Don't kind of sit there and say, oh, I'm all right. You know, keep working at it. It's, it's like a gym membership. You've got to keep it going, basically. For those of you who are not Ask yourself, what is it that you're not comfortable about? Anything that you're not comfortable about, it goes down to those three principal areas on the strategy. Use the results, visibility, strategy, behavior model backwards. Start to build some. Go out there, try. At the end of the day, what's the worst that someone can say to you? That's only no. So that's it um, for another day, 31st of March. Hopefully you're all getting wrapped up for the end of the financial year, 1st of April. Hopefully you got your April Fool's jokes ready for 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 tomorrow. Uh, for tomorrow. But uh, but look, you know, um, good luck with everything that you're doing in the networking world. Remember, you can reach out to me at any time via LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you kind of see it. Don't forget, you've got the SMB community group um, within uh, within Intuit on Facebook. This is all part of your networking that you can reach out for. So thank you all for tuning in this morning. If you have any further questions for myself, you can send me a DM on Twitter at Ketan underscore McQuana. Go and find me on LinkedIn or maybe come and hang out in one of the clubhouse rooms if you can, if you're on Clubhouse itself. On 6th of April, Ask the Expert turns one year old. I can't believe it's gone so fast, basically. The highlight um, on this milestone is Intuit Foot QuickBooks will be running a competition and you don't want to miss this one. In this competition, uh, three people can win an Oculus Quest 2. An Oculus Quest 2. You guys are so lucky. You know what I mean? Oculus Quest 2 is just amazing. If you don't know what that is, it's all virtual reality stuff. It's brilliant. All you have to do is tune into the, uh, tune into the show and ask a question in the live feed of Facebook or YouTube. Coming up on Ask the Expert on uh, tomorrow is Johan Gori, who is the Managing Director of OnPoint Accounting Group. Tune in to get advice on how to grow your startup. That's it from me. Happy end of March. Welcome the spring weather. Have, uh, have a great time and good luck with all your networking. And I'll catch up with you guys again soon.